Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. Yeah, Trey and I'll kick around some takes for you. We got lots of thoughts and observations on March Madness, both the men's tournament won by UConn, the women's tournament won by LSU, lots of college basketball takes. We'll touch briefly on Major League Baseball, season just underway. And of course, as always, Trey Blossman, he's like the NBA guru. He's got plenty of thoughts on the NBA, plenty of hot takes. Regular season concludes this Sunday, then it's playoff time. So Trey Blossman will get into that and a couple of things about the new collective bargaining agreement with the NBA. Hey, look, a great way to keep up with everything we're doing is through social media. I'm happy to connect with you. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. If you haven't done so already, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm the oldest dude on TikTok. If you're searching for Talking Sports with TK on TikTok, you'll find me right there. And as I said, we got lots going on with Sports Shorts Daily, the show I do with Ronnie Rance on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, Sports Shorts Radio on ESPN Radio and Baton Rouge on Saturdays. Lots of other things going on. Connect on social media. I'm happy to do that. We're going to come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. I'm Tommy Chrysan, and you are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. Again, I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. Please share this with all of your friends. It's available on all the major podcast platforms and many others as well. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing great, Tommy. How about you? I'm doing well. We're into the month of April, and March Madness has concluded for both the men and the women. UConn, the national champions in the men. LSU and Kim Mulkey win the the women's national championship. I want to talk about the men first. UConn was simply the better team. I watched them play in the first and second round, and I said, this team's got everything they need to win this tournament. They got the size, they got the height, they rebound, they shoot, they got quickness, they play defense. And, you know, they came out of the Big East, which, you know, is is a pretty darn good basketball conference. So they were a little battle-tested. And then they got to the tournament, and they won every game by at least 13 points, including a 17-point win against San Diego State last night. Now, a couple things. Tip your hat to UConn. That's five national championships in the last 25 years with three different head coaches, by the way. Also, college basketball is different now. There's a new landscape. That's why Florida Atlantic and San Diego State were in the Final Four. With the transfer portal, with NIL, you can put a team together pretty quick, pretty hurry, in a hurry, and you got guys that have experience of, as opposed to freshmen who you have to develop over the course of two or three years. So I think it was an interesting men's March Madness tournament. We saw the upsets. We saw the buzzer beaters. We saw the shocking games. We saw the Cinderella stories. But I think Cinderella story is going to go out the window because there's a lot of parity in men's college basketball. Trey Blossman, your thoughts on the men's tournament? Well, Tommy, you know, I remember way back in the second week of the season, maybe it was the third week of the season, on this very podcast, I told you that I thought UConn and Arizona had the two best teams in the country. Well, Arizona proved to be just too inconsistent to be that good a team. 
UConn started the season, Tommy, 14-0. and 0. Then they hit a lull, and from 14 and 0, they went to 16 and 6. So they went 2 and 6 under their last, the next eight games after the 14 and 0 start. They had lost three in a row at one point in time in that streak. But from 16 and 6, the only other games that they lost were to Marquette in the conference tournament, which they, they didn't need to win there at all. Uh, and they lost to Creighton, who was a team that made it to the Sweet 16. So you knew this was a really good basketball team. And, you know, timing is everything, Tommy. They hit their lull in the middle of the season, and they peaked. They had a second peak at the end of the season, and they rode the wave of that peak to the NCAA championship. This is a very good team. They're long. They're deep. They played eight guys last night. Uh they were not only the best team last night, they were the best team every time they took the floor in this tournament. And no team that took the floor in the tournament looked any better or nearly as good as UConn. They were the most dominant champion I can remember in some time. Well, with all due respect to San Diego State, who had a great season, great story, and they're going to be around for a while, may even join the Pac-12. <clears throat> There's talk about that, and this certainly helps their case for that. But you're right. You hit the nail on the head. UConn was the best basketball team in this tournament. When you win six games and the closest one's 13 points, I mean, that you're dominant. You're, you have owned the tournament, and you tip your hat to them, and they're going to be the preseason number one next year. We're, you know, but they'll be, it'll be hard to do preseason polls now with transfer portals and NILs. Speaking of March Madness, uh, the women, LSU, Kim Mulkey. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, been the sportscaster here for 30-plus years. Trey Blossman is on the North Shore, about 30 miles north of New Orleans, 30 minutes north. Uh, I'm among the many, many, many people, my, my colleagues in the media and fans, who the day Kim Mulkey got hired, I said, she's going to win a national championship at LSU. Now, did I think it would be in year two? No. That I think a month ago, a week ago, it would be in year two. That well, maybe, but probably not. Well, you know what? They, the video of her initial press conference at LSU from the Pete Maravich Assembly Center was circulating all over the media, social media, Monday and Tuesday, when she made the comment that as I look around here in the Pete Maravich Assembly Center, I don't see any national championship banners. That's what I'm here to do. Well, guess what? In year two, she did it. She will, they will hang a national championship banner. There's going to be a parade on campus Wednesday evening and a ceremony and a big to-do at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center. Kim Mulkey, a winner since Little League Baseball in Hammond, through Hammond High, through Louisiana Tech, through Baylor, and now a national championship at LSU. It's one hell of a story. And here's the scary part. They are going to be a much better team next year. They got a hell of a incoming class, Tommy, you know? Well, they got Michaela and, uh, Williams from Parkway High School up in Bossier, right next to Shreveport, northwest corner of Louisiana. I saw her play two games at the state tournament in Hammond a couple of weeks ago. She, if she would have been on the floor for LSU Sunday afternoon, she'd have been the best player LSU had, and she'll be a freshman next year. Well, you know, that's certainly good news moving forward, Tommy. You know, I can remember when I was a 20-year-old college student had just switched from LSU to Southeastern in the fall of 78. Uh, 
really need. I wanted to change the pace. Baton Rouge gets old quick. You've been there a long time. I'm sure you know that. But uh, I heard about this young girl, Kim Mulkey. I kept hearing about her on the radio. I kept reading about her in the Daily Star, the Hammond newspaper. And Trey Blossman's a sports fan. So what does he do? He goes to the Hammond High gym one night, and he watches Kim Mulkey play. I believe she was a freshman at that point in time. I think she graduated in 80, if I'm not mistaken, Tom. She's four years behind me, three years behind you. Uh, She was the best player on the court as a freshman at Hammond High, and I know for a fact that when she played Little League Baseball, she played on a boys' all-star team. And I I told you the first time I saw her play, and I thought she should have been on the boys' team. She, She was so much better than the rest of the girls that she was playing against. And uh, she's just, she loves excellence and she's committed to excellence and she's achieved excellence in every position she's ever been in in life. And uh, that's a testament to her will, Tommy. Not only is she skilled, she has strong will, strong desire. She's hungry. And uh, I, I think she's going to win two or three more. Well, and, and for those that don't know, as a basketball player at Hammond High School, she won four state championships, four in a row, obviously. And, oh, by the way, she was the valedictorian of her senior class. So uh, quite, the, <laughs> quite the person. That's the, ex- that's the excellence I'm talking about. Tom. Well, and here, here's yeah. the other thing. Uh, as you know, I've spent a lot of time with Skip Bertman in the last couple of years, radio and TV and Internet, YouTube, all that. And Coach Bertman said the day that they hired her, he said, she is an elite coach. She's elite. She's not great. She's elite. And he, you know, and he's an elite coach. It was, and and she truly is. He hit the nail on the head with that. She's an elite coach and LSU women's basketball fans and LSU fans put the seatbelt on. It's going to be a hell of a ride with her as a basketball coach for the next couple of years. All right, Trey Blossom moving on. Major league baseball season is underway. Everybody's got about four or five games under the belt. Few, few things that the rules appear to be okay. We'll have more on Major League Baseball in the coming weeks when we do sports takes. But I know you got some NBA thoughts and observations. Trey Blossman, what's up with the NBA? Tommy, you know, I talk about it every week that the West is a crapshoot. Well, here we are, four days, five days before the end of the regular season. It's still a crapshoot, Tommy. Uh, it, it's amazing when you look at positions five through 10 and there's playoffs 11 is no playoffs uh seven eight nine and ten is to play in well between games uh, teams five and ten they're separated uh by three games but when you look at teams five through eight which includes the new orleans pelicans there are uh all of those teams within one half game so it's going to be interesting to see who wins out who you know who closes strong, there are three or four games left. Every team has either three or four games left to play. The Pelicans have four. The Pelicans have an advantageous schedule, Tommy. It's quite possible they could avoid the play-in game. Uh, You know, Golden State's been trying to avoid that play-in game uh, most of the second half of the season. They're still in position to do that. Uh, They've got three games left. They got a tough one tonight against OKC, who's fighting to – secure a position in the playoff. They're not going to get a buy, you know, buy into the first round, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see with this Pelican team that has won seven of 10 and really looks good here to close the season. We just mentioned 
with UConn, man, if you're closing strong, going, you have momentum going into the postseason, that's what you want. And, man, the Pelicans have that in spades. The Lakers also have that, Tommy. And, you know, I hate the Lakers because I hate uh, LeBron James. I can't stand him. Everybody that listens to me knows that. But they made some moves at the trade deadline. They vastly improved that basketball team, Tommy. And they're one of the better teams down the stretch here. They're looking to avoid the play-in. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch all weekend. Again, Sunday is the close to the regular season. Uh, it'll be fun to watch. Note, side note here, Tommy, Andrew Wiggins is back with the Warriors. He will be in the arena tonight when they play the Thunder. He will not be dressed out, however. They do hope he will play Friday or Sunday to get some time in before uh, the playoffs start. Andrew Wiggins was the second best player on a championship team last year. I know that the Warriors are happy to have him back in the fold. Well, as Trey Blossman mentioned, the NBA regular season concludes this coming Sunday. So uh, next week on Sports Takes, Trey will dive all into the NBA playoffs, give you some picks, some thoughts, the whole bit. So spread the word with your NBA fans that we're going to have plenty of NBA coverage from Trey uh, they're all through the playoffs, all the way through the finals. All right, Trey, uh, that's going to do it. And as I did mention, we will have Major League Baseball stuff from time to time on Sports Takes going forward. Share this podcast with all your friends. That helps us out. We appreciate it. Trey, we look forward to visiting with you again next week. Thank you, Tommy. Real quick in closing, there's a new collective bargaining agreement in the NBA. It hadn't been fully released yet, but the two highlights here, if you don't play 65 games, you can't win an award. No defensive player, no MVP player, no rookie of the year. You got to play 65 games. That is really good. The other important thing is a positionless all-NBA team. I think that stinks. That really stinks. I agree with that. I like the 65-game rule. I don't like the other. And we'll delve more into that going forward. Trey Blossman, you have a very good rest of the week. Thank you, Tommy.